What is going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode 105.3, and we are continuing and finishing our playthrough of Yakuza Kiwami 2. Today I have with me Matt. Hello. And yeah, so we thought we were going to beat the game last week, and well, we didn't. We still had two more chapters to go. Two bonus uh, chapters. Yeah. Uh, well, I say we have two more chapters to go. We have a chapter and a half to go because, well, chapter, what, 15 was it? Yep. Wasn't really a chapter. It was another one of those, you are got to kill time, so hang out with Haruka again. And I was like, really? We're going to spend a whole other chapter with, with hanging with, with Mr. Cooper over here, Haruka. Man, I'm just. Who's a little bit of a weird addition in this game completely. Like, she's not really a part of any of the story, the main storyline. She did get kidnapped. Oh, yeah. What's new? Yeah. This is the fourth (laughs) time she's been kidnapped in the Yakuza series, and she's only been in. That's like saying he sat down for some ramen. That's true. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's basically just killing time. Um, uh, Because, you know. We got we got two more days before it's showdown time with uh, with Ryuji Gota, the other dragon. Um, and yeah, and, and eventually it's it, it comes to the point where it's it's time, you know. Uh, we're we're also having to deal with you know, uh, Sayama's, you know, she's learned the fact that you know her father, who her father was, and how he is. Now dead, um, she also uh, receives information that we don't we don't learn until the very end of the game. Uh, but you can tell that she received some information that was very disturbing to her and very revealing, which we learn in the the last chapter, chapter sixteen, which is what we learn everything at the end of chapter sixteen. <laughs> So, um, I'm going to have to, because I can't remember certain people's names here, so I'm going to attempt to uh, bring up a fact so I can at least get the names correct. Um, so, chapter 16 begins, and it's time to go to the highest point of Kamarocho. To meet with Ryuji Goda. Now, I thought it was going to be the Millennium Tower. Sorry, I was incorrect. Apparently, it's the the hills of Kamurocho. Yep, Kamurocho Hills. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I definitely thought the Millennium Tower too. I'm like, all right, is, you're saying the highest point in Kamurocho? Is that just a way to not say Millennium Tower? But apparently not. Apparently not. Because uh, it's it's basically the hills right behind the construction site that Majima's running, <laughs> which still seems like a joke to me. Yeah, <laughs> just every time I see him in his hard hat and his his like reflective vest, I'm like, all right, when is this just another costume? Well, but, well, yeah. the 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 one thing we we do actually need to mention is the fact that um, the <laughs> the Yakuza were able to uh, uh, disarm all the bombs that were spread around Camarocho. Uh, we, we do get that cutscene. Uh, and they, they, they got them all, with the exception of one. And that one was the one that Majima was 
<laughs> directing a guy to do. Which, didn't they end the chapter, with that? what was that, 14? And they ended it with him, like, cutting the wire? Yeah, he, he ordered a dude to, no, no, he cut it himself, because the other yeah, guy. Yeah, he cut it, but they cut, like, they cut to black just as he was cutting, right? Yeah, well, no, like, they, they show the, the bomb exploding. Oh, yeah, the tower, yeah. It, but it's actually, that was a dream that Sayama had. She wakes yep. up, and it's like, oh, God, but, uh... <laughs> But that actually did happen, and, and uh, yeah, the bomb did not go off. Uh, Majima actually disarmed it. Um, By randomly cutting three wires. Yeah, he just, just like, cut this one. All right, now do the red. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yep, and then he's like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo on the last one. The dude's like, okay, I'm not doing this. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Why don't you take this seriously? <laughs> so, yeah. That's Majima. Oh man, so I guess after that we're uh we're going up to uh to the hills to meet up with uh Goda. Uh of course Goda is there and uh he has uh dear old dad with him. Yeah, old Jin. Yeah. And uh He's tied up, I should say. The, the 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 chairman of the Tojo clan is tied up. And uh he wants to have a big fight. Alright. We're gonna have our big fight. Well Sayama comes in. Sayama's like, Nope. I'm not gonna let you guys do this. I'm like, why? She said, Because I got a bigger stake in this. I can't keep watching my family members die. <laughs> and everybody's like, What? 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 Yep, so she learned through uh, the um, the disk drive that she was able to decrypt. Uh, Ryuji Goda was uh, one of the children that uh, was uh, spared during the big massacre. If you remember correctly, Matt, uh, there was a woman yep. during the massacre who was going to throw her baby out the window and let it die. Thanks, Mom. And, uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, Kawara? Kawara. Uh, stopped Kawara. Him. Kawara. Stopped him from doing that. Uh, and, uh, he, uh, took the kid in, but, uh, left the kid with the Omni Alliance because the, um, the Eugen Mafia was uh was targeting her because she was a survivor and apparently they really don't like survivors. They looked at it as a as a betrayal. So, yeah, I mean they they really hard did not deviate from that creed. No, no, not at all. Death before dishonor. Yeah, which I think makes more sense when you've got hundreds or thousands of members, but when you're down to like your last 10, maybe killing them just cuz they didn't kill themselves is not the best way to maintain your legacy, but probably I don't know. But uh, so yeah, that child that was about to be thrown out the window was actually Ryuji, and uh, they left him with the head of the Tojo clan to raise. Uh, which means that Sayama and Goda 
are half siblings. So there you go. She doesn't want Kiryu to fight him because, well, she's sick of seeing her family get hurt. A.K.A. probably die because Kiryu will murder you. Yep. He doesn't lose too many big fights. No. Uh, But it doesn't matter about that. We're going to do it. So on our way up here, I ran into a vendor. There was a vendor right before you got to the boss fight. Yep. That vendor had a lot of good stuff in there. Yep. I bought the... Well, I guess it wasn't probably the best sword because he had like six million dollar swords. Yeah, I bought some sword for like a hundred and eighty thousand, mm-hmm. and then I filled up on health items. Yep, I filled up on health items that I did not need because yep. I bought that six million yen sword. <laughs> that is game over right there for anybody who comes up against me. Yeah. You get twenty. Most swords are like the swords are really good in this game. Yeah, the, you get twenty five slashes uses with that sword. I only needed about seven. Wow. Yep. Um. So. Uh, yeah. We fight. Goda. Um, and beat him up. Don't kill him. Beat him up. Knock him out. And we feel like we're victorious. But, nope, 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 nope. We're not done yet. There's always a big reveal. And the big reveal is, after beating up uh, Ryuji, is that a familiar face shows up and says, Yep, you guys, uh... You guys, uh, did a great job, but it's time to, it's time to say goodbye. And say goodbye to your wonderful Kamarocho, too, because I'm going to blow you all up. Who is that? We turn around. Who the hell's saying that? It's none other than the fifth chairman of the Tojo clan, Tereda. Oh, back from the dead, are you? Yep. That's right. He didn't actually die. He didn't actually die at the very beginning of the game when he got shot by the Omni Alliance. Uh, and he said this was his plan all along to try and set up turmoil, but also to set up and try to set up an alliance with the Omni Alliance and the Tojo clan. So that way he could wipe them all out. Why are you wanting to do this, Tereda? It's simple. I'm actually one of the survivors of the massacre of the Xinhua Mafia. Oh, isn't everybody these days? Yeah, I, apparently everybody is. And uh, he's been planning this since he took over the Omni Alliance. And now he's taken over, or not taken over the Omni Alliance. He was part of. He was one of the big patriarchs of the Omni Alliance, and then he took over the Tojo Clan, all to basically eliminate them from the inside out. And he has got a gigantic bomb. That he is, uh, he is wanting to set off. So, um, yeah, now we got to fight him. Yep. Uh, and, uh, I could tell this fight was going to be difficult 
if I didn't purchase something from that vendor down there. So there is a piece of armor that that vendor has. can't remember what it's called, but if you equip it, you automatically deflect bullets that are shot at uh, you. That's huge. It is huge because Tereda is carrying a freaking submachine gun and he is just unloading on you. But I'm like Wonder Woman over here just blocking every shot. Does no... I didn't buy any of the other upgrades either that allow you to like limit damage from certain weapon types. Right. So you can get the one that, you know, I think it just reduces damage against like slashing or swords and one one against bullets. I didn't do any of those. I didn't have that uh, that bonus item either, the armor. But this, yeah, I thought this fight would have been hard. I, I basically went into all these rounds, you know, specifically Ryu Jagoda, thinking it was the end boss. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm not holding back. I'm using all these weapons. I've been saving up the whole game. And that fight, again, probably would have been a lot harder without them, but wasn't too bad with them. Right. And then at this point, I'm like, all right, if this is the... This is the bonus boss, so I'm I'm still in the the full time weapon using mode, and I I was able to even like just hitting X to kind of dodge would keep me out of the way of most of the bullets, right? And then you know just slash, and it was another one of those fights where there were the other other people around, yeah. So it really had to focus on him first and not the the lackeys. The opposite of my normal boss strategy. Yeah. But uh, we were able to uh, beat him. But uh, he pulls out that... Uh, he has the, uh, the, the the bomb detonator. It's not a detonator. It just starts a timer. Uh, but uh, before, before we can uh, stop him from doing that, another guy shows up. <laughs> People just keep coming out of the woodwork here. Uh, and now this one, you're going to have to help me with because I can't find his name. He is one of the head family members of the Omni Alliance. Takashima, I think. Ta- Takashima? Yep. And uh, Takashima uh, now betrays Tereda because uh, he's like, yep. Uh, I used you because of your dumb petty revenge to completely, you know, throw off the Tojo clan so that I can then take over the Tojo clan. So thanks, Tereda. You've served your purpose. And he pulls out a gun and shoots Tereda directly in the chest. I mean, like close range, pow. Tereda falls over. Oh, no. He's 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 gonna he's gonna die again again, <laughs> which leads to obviously the most ridiculous part of this whole game is the number of times people get shot in, in this last live. chapter, like getting blasted in the chest multiple times and then just well I still have one more minute and I have to get out my last words yeah I'm like no it's too late you cannot get out your last words you're dead <laughs> you have already died. <laughs> Not only that, he shoots the old man. He shoots the the head of the uh, of the Omni Alliance. Old man, old man Gota shoots him like four times. Yeah, <laughs> in the chest. And he's still not dead. He's still not dead. 
he he still sits there and, and talks to talks to people. Then he dies. Of course. And then, oh, guess what? Ryuji Gota, he wakes up after getting the crap beat out of him. Oh, he wasn't dead either. No, he was never dead. Well, he was shot though, right? Uh, it, it happened. Well, yeah, he gets beat up, but he does. He gets shot by. Who does he get shot by? I can't remember. I think everybody was shooting everybody at this point. Yeah, this is at least the second time in this game where everybody's shooting everybody. Yeah, go to go to Ryuji. Go to get shot twice: once in the shoulder and once in the, the stomach or yeah. in the chest. And then Kiryu also gets shot once in the shoulder and then once in the side. Yeah. They're they're both, like, struggling to stand. Yeah. And so, uh, but Gota gets the better of him, takes his gun, and corners him, and unloads into him. And I'm talking, like, seven or eight shots. I was waiting for the phrase, like, I'm going to shoot you once for for every survivor, and I was going to just roll my eyes as hard as I've ever done so. Oh, that's one thing. Ryuji Gota doesn't care about survivors. Yeah. And so, uh, he called, uh, I think, um, the, 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 the family member for the Omni Alliance, he, ca- I think he calls him a fool or something like that. And he's like, well, every man's got to have a little bit of stupid in him. Yeah. And the guy who has been shot seven times stands there and talks to him a few times and doesn't officially die until Gota shoots him directly in the head. Maybe they're just all zombies. They only go down if you shoot them in the head. Yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. With how fast people die everywhere else in the series. It's just like, well, we need him, you know, it needs to be intense, so shoot him. But he still has one-liners he has to get off, so have him not quite be dead. Like, there's... There's a limit to how much that should happen. Yeah. And I think they definitely passed that limit here. But after all that, Tereda, still alive, holding on for dear life, he reaches over, grabs the detonator, and presses the button. And then dies. And then dies. <laughs> But before he dies, for the third time, yeah. But before he dies, he he looks over to Kiryu, and he says, "Trust yep. me, trust me." So, uh, he hits the button, activates the uh, the bomb. You have ten minutes, ten minutes before this popsicle stand gets blown to smithereens. So Kiryu now wounded being shot twice and Gota being shot twice. Siam is still there. She's not been shot. She did get her, her gun shot out of her hand. But um Kiryu's like, you need to go. And Siam is like, I'm not leaving you. And he's like, Nope. You need to go. I can't right now. see I can't see my family fight the man I love. Mm hmm. He's like I was imagining also like a comedic like what, <laughs> but uh, luckily they didn't do that. Yep. So, uh, yeah, 
we get the we get the whole dialogue uh with uh, basically the reveal of them being siblings this is all, also this is all done via the old man Gota who has been shot seven times but still alive. He tells this long, like five minute story about how he took in Ryuji and you know all that good goodness. I did really appreciate that at one point, I think in maybe the first fight. When Kiryu says, uh, you, you remind me of somebody who has this ambition and let it cloud their judgment. And you're speaking about Nishiki, I assume. Yep. And nice. I was just like, oh, that that's a nice callback. Yeah. Yep. You remind me of my friend Nishiki. But, um, yeah. So Kiryu pushes Sayama away, starts the elevator. We go up to the top of whatever the hell this is i can't even figure out what it is yeah at the very end they like zoom out and it just looks like it's some office building that's still under construction because it's got all the cranes on the top yeah so uh siam is pissed but we nakatomi tower maybe yeah but uh we go up to the uh to the top and we're gonna have our final showdown with Ryuji Gota, Dragon versus Dragon. There can be only one. There can be only one, and that's very fitting because I pulled out my flaming sword and hit him six times <laughs> and ended that fight. It legit took me, like, probably 20 seconds. That's awesome. Yep, just... And that was it. And then I felt the heat. Feel the heat and mash on the A button. <laughs> or is it a bu- X button whatever button it was mash on the X button and then I I, uh, I, I, I beat the crap out of Gota to the point where he died <laughs> yep. he, he does not survive this I mean sharp flaming swords should do that every time but you would think you never know in this game so the great thing about that sword is is it does a lot of damage if you hit him but if you hit them and just walk away, they're still on fire, and it does a lot of like over damage over time. Oh, nice! It's it's nice. I had like you know forty million yen at the end of this game, so I was like, eh, let's spend it. So, um, yeah, uh, Ryuji Goto passes. Uh, and um, up comes the elevator, and Siam is there. And of course, Kiryu is like, "Why did you stay here? We've only got four minutes left for this bomb supposed to go off. We're not going to be able I to." I really make it don't understand this logic of this part of the game. So, all right. So, tell me, what's the logic? What? What? Get, all right. What do you don't understand? I mean, it seems pretty simple. She brought the elevator back up. Why don't they just hobble back over to the elevator and take it down? Because it wouldn't have enough time. Uh, I mean, they don't really know how the blast is going to go. Four minutes? True. Can they not make it halfway down the building anyway? At least you have a chance. I mean, it's not like it's four seconds. This is true. But instead, they just hold each other in their arms and watch the counter go down. Date is there with a helicopter. And he's like, we, we got to get out. We, 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 can't, we can't save him. We got to go. 
so they fly off and it shows everybody it shows the the florist watching up at the tower or at the building and then uh, Majima's sitting there with his hard hat on and it counts down and then cut the credits And I, I should mention that uh, the original ending to this game on the PlayStation 2, the credits played Silent Night. <laughs> <laughs> the Yakuza series had always had really weird choices for music at the end. So Amazing Grace at the end of Yakuza yeah. 1, Silent Night at the end of Yakuza 2. I was going to say actually the the fight music maybe it was only for the final fight here but i thought that was really good it had a little bit of like a almost a, a choir oh it does it was it, it was really cool music i was like oh i i feel amped up this feels like the end of the game really yeah i mean it wasn't like it wasn't way over the top like hyper dramatic but it had it had some vocal parts in there mixed in with the music that were really cool yeah, it had some uh, pretty good music in the entire series. I, I've when I when I look up music for the for the podcast, um, I've actually favorited a couple of songs. Ah, uh, uh, for alternative listening. Yeah, for alternative listening. Um, there is um, the, I don't know what the name of the song is that plays during the credits of this this remake. Um, it definitely has lyrics. Um, but yeah, needless to say, uh, when the credits end, we cut to the, <laughs> we cut to the, to the, to the cemetery <laughs> where the game began and, uh, Haruka's there overlooking a grave and they're like, well, Gary used it. He didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. He didn't make it. Well, I mean, he didn't try, so. No, no, he didn't. He didn't. But yeah, uh, but uh, no, he's not dead. Of course he's not. There's there's five more games in the series. Uh, But uh, yeah, yeah. so they're like, I can't remember what they said, but they were like, uh, I think she was saying thank you, uh, Tereda, for everything that you did. And then uh, Kiryu shows up. And they're like, yeah, uh, Tereda... He uh he made sure that the bomb was uh fake. Or it wasn't fake, it was real. He pulled the fuse out of it. Cause when Tereda dies officially, he drops the fuse and we're like, What the hell is that? But it's this explained at the very end. Yeah, he took the fuse out of the bomb. Uh I guess he knew he was gonna get betrayed. Yeah, so this is another part that didn't make any sense to me for exactly that reason. I'm like, okay, cool that the bomb was fake. It worked out well for Kiryu, but why did he pull the fuse out to start with? So I, I feel like he was trying to bring the that family member from the Omni Alliance out of the woodwork so he could get rid of him. Because I feel like he was a threat. He never planned on actually having the bomb go off. Because he knew who Kiryu was. And 
he was never going to betray the guy who was the basically the adoptive father of Kazuma, who Kiryu remembers he was there. Kazuma spared him, and he never forgot that. So I think Tereda played the long game here by pretending to be part of the mafia, but then also betraying the mafia at the end. I don't know. So many double crosses. I don't know what side he was on. Yeah, I can't figure it out either. It's like that, uh, that that episode of community where everybody pulls out a gun and shoots each other and, but they're actually fake. But then like, Oh my God, you got a real gun. (laughs) (laughs) They should get shot. And they're like, Oh no, you shot him. Nah, it was a fake gun too. Oh, (laughs) so many betrayals. (laughs) Oh man, but yeah, um, I okay. Well, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how he could have fortune tailed his way out of that. Yeah, but there was one much simpler piece of revenge that we got in this last section that the game did not give justice, unless I just miss saw. But the guy who betrayed. Who was the bad guy when we were in the tower? Who caused like the shutdown of the tower when we were looking at all the cameras? Yeah, yeah the the um the 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 guy who was the mole or the rat and the yeah <laughs> yeah he was just there in one of the last fights here. Yeah, was it the first one with Ryuji Goda? Uh, no, it, it was Tarada. Tarada. Yeah, it's with Tarada. Yeah. And he was just there. They didn't make any big deal of it. But I'm like, we finally get our revenge on that guy. He didn't even have like a double life bar or anything. He was just a generic stooge. Yeah. But that that was him, right? I mean, there's no one else that has that long, long hair and clearly looks like a bad guy as much as he does. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was the rat. Yeah, they did not make a big enough deal about that, I thought. That's the revenge I wanted. (laughs) You really wanted to get that that rat. I catch that rat. Yeah, well, we caught him. I don't know if he died, but Kiryu beat him. Yeah, probably not. No. no. We only sliced him in half 20 times. He's probably alive. Yeah, burned him with a with a, uh, a burning firebrand. So. Uh, he finally got what he deserved. That's right. You don't mess with the florist. But, yeah, so uh, Kiryu's like, yeah. Uh, in the end, Tereda told me to trust him, and I did. And sure enough. Um, so did he know that? Is that why he didn't head to the elevator? I, I guess. I mean, I trust me is a pretty broad phrase. It's true. I don't know. I don't know. If we're being honest, I, I really I really don't know. So in this one, we've got... Tereda's dead, I guess. Yeah. Everybody comes back eventually. Uh, Ryuji Goto's dead. Uh, Omni Alliance guy's dead. Like the the head of the Omni Alliance. Multiple Takashima. Yeah, mul- uh, Takashima. Takashima's not dead, is he? The the guy who runs Stardust. No, Takashima's the the guy who came in here and double crossed Torada. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, the the family member. What's the guy's name that, that runs Stardust? Saka something. 
starts at SAK, I think. Okay. Um. Yeah. Carl was. But dead. yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah, everybody's basically dead. Yeah. Siam is still alive. Her and Kira, you had a, a thing. Yeah, they had their moment. Yeah, she's there at the end too. Yeah, she is she an ongoing fling? Do you know is she in the other games, subsequent games? You know, I'm starting to think I don't remember. I don't remember much of three. Because the fact that Haruka was kind of pulled into this game. It almost made me like wonder if that was only done to give some continuity between games. No, no Haruka's she's in there from she's in there the whole time. Well, in the series, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 she, I, I know for a fact you see her in six as like a teen, old teenager. I'm pretty sure I don't know when six takes place, but it's like Kiryu's already in his late late forties at this point, and and Yakuza mm. two he's thirty six. Is that what he said? Pretty sure somebody mentioned he was like thirty six in Yakuza two. Yeah, I, I think that sounds right. Which I, I've always found it funny, even back when I first played these games. Everybody calls him old man, and I'm like, 36? Well, I think he must be older than that, though, right? Because I think they say the uh, that the big event with the Jingwan Mafia getting like assassinated, that was 26 years ago. And it, he was clearly, what, 15, 16? So isn't he already in his 40s? Let's find out here. Da, 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 da. What year was he born? Personality. Come on. Give me give me a we don't have a damn There we go. And Yakuza Zero, he is twenty. And Yakuza Kiwami, he is thirty seven. And in Yakuza 2, Kiwami, he was 38. 38. Yep. So he was 12 then? Uh, I guess. He looked a lot older than that. Yeah, I would have said he was older than 12. But Yeah. But yeah, and I'll go ahead and just tell you this. Uh, in uh, Yakuza 6, he's 48 years old. 48. So, oh, he took his whole life, chronicling yeah. the life. Mm-hmm. So from 20 to 48. He was born in 1968. So I guess, yeah, 30, 38 years old, I, I guess. Yeah, I'm 38. I guess, I, well, you're an old man then, I guess. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, so, and that's, that's, uh, I should say that's, that's pretty much the ending. Um, uh, with the exception of, uh, I know, uh, Daigo Dojima decides that he wants to help rebuild the 
Tojo clan. Uh, they did uh, set up a um, a truce, if you will, with the uh, Omni Alliance. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Kiryu's going to go his own way again for now. And that's pretty much the ending of Yakuza 2. Um, I had never played the Kiwami version of Yakuza 2. This is how you do a damn remake. Yeah, I didn't play the original, but this this game is really good. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I love the movement in the game. I love the physics in the game. The combat can get a little monotonous, but that's the Yakuza series for you. Mm-hmm. But everything in this game looks fantastic. The fact that there really is no loading screens yep. after that initial load is insane. There's an and the the smoothness of those transitions into buildings, yeah, there, is amazing. Yeah, there is an entire city at your disposal that never loads, and you can walk into, I would say probably forty to fifty percent of the buildings. Yeah, and go up multiple like levels: first floor, second floor, third floor, without ever seeing a loading screen. Like it's impressive. Yeah, I was even more impressed because the you know the buildings in the other games were always just kind of facades, but you know there was a few times where I was running away from gangs and ran into a, a place to buy some health potions and just to kind of to reset so that they wouldn't be following me. Well, they damn well followed me right in there, yep. and we brawled inside the shop yep. and knocked things off the shelves in the shop and broke the glass sliding door to the outside. I was like, whoa, yep. none of that I thought would happen. And it only probably happened two or three times in the game, so I, I very easily could have never seen it happen, but I was just really surprised when it did. I'm like, wow, I feel so much more of a of a living, breathing city than it than it had beforehand, when you could just escape in, through a clear door and you know, you'd know you'd be protected because you're in a different part of the city, right. or part of the game. And the fun fact is, after you brawl and throw a guy through like a, a window at a store... You go and try and buy something, I'm like, get the hell out of my store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. There's an achievement for destroying a store three times, the same store three times. <laughs> and I, really, we'll I hate you after that. I actually got that achievement. I wasn't even going for it. I, I didn't even realize it was an achievement. But I guess I got I fought next to or inside Wild Jackson enough to where I had destroyed the store three different times. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now this is, I think this is a fantastic remake. I've thoroughly enjoyed my time with this game. It's not, all right, so, no, it's not as compelling as Yakuza 0, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think anything will be as compelling as Yakuza 0. Yeah, I don't either. That doesn't take away from this game, but... no. I was just floored by Yakuza 0. Yeah. Yeah, Yakuza 0, man, that, that story is absolutely fantastic. Yakuza Kiwami 2 is a pretty good story, but um, but what it makes up for the lack of, of, of great story with just 
fantastic gameplay and 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 class. It just looks great, uh, and that makes me so excited to play Yakuza Six because it's running on the same engine. What I'm not excited for is going to Yakuza Three mm. because Yakuza Three, I believe, is the most dated out of all. The, the yeah, games, yeah, yeah, out of the current games. I mean, obviously, if you go and play Yakuza 1 and 2 on PlayStation 2, they're probably going to be worse. But Yakuza 3 is probably going to be a... It's going to be a rough one to get into. But I remember nothing of Yakuza 3. But I want to play it. Yep. Me too. I want to see Kiryu's story all the way through. I'm going to go in with slightly lesser expectations based on... You know that that cliff and this one having been remade, but I still want to play it, even if it's even if it's not as good. Yeah, or even though it's not as good. But uh, that's 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 pretty much it for me. Final thoughts for you, Matt? Yeah, similar. I mean, I I really liked the game. I it had a couple of bumps in the road. I think some parts I thought were just a little too unrealistic and not in the fun way that Yakuza could be ridiculous. Just in the, uh, it kind of felt a little forced. And then there were a couple of parts were, you know, a, a bit like side missions, but at least it didn't have anywhere near the number of just those like nested quests that, I would say are even worse than kind of the time wasting missions just because they feel so unnecessary, even more unnecessary. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. There was a couple of bumps along the way, but it hit some really good highs and you know, it's just so refined and so easy and fun to play. Yeah, absolutely. And did have some great character moments. So, you know, all in all, it was, uh, it was a great package. I, I really liked the game. Yeah, me too. So, um, we do have an email. Uh, it comes in from Dustin. It's called Finn. F-I-N. He says, yo, so how old is Kiryu? <laughs> we just talked about this. He <laughs> yeah. looked like a teenager when Goto was an infant, and I thought that guy looked like he was as old as Kiryu, maybe mid-30s. And Sayama was born later than him probably, what, two or three years? So Kiryu could be almost 18 years her senior Robbing the cradle much, Kiryu? <laughs> this is true. I think Sayama's probably like 23 tops. Kiryu's 38. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, hardest boss in the game was the man in black going up the elevator. Died multiple times and had to use my weapons to defeat him. That guy did suck. Every time yep. I fought that dude, he, he just sucked. Funniest side quest I encountered was probably some guy running up to me had heard me talking and said my voice was perfect and roped me into doing voice acting for a video game. Oh, it, I did that one. I did that one too. It ended up <laughs> being some boy love game and Kiryu was thrown into a multiple gay scenes and he wasn't impressed and couldn't understand why this was so popular with teenage girls. Of course, knowing Kiryu, his reactions are the best part. Yep. Gota is such a great antagonist. I think they could have uh, focused more on him rather than the Mafia. Majima steals every scene he's in, like usual, and his side story was touching, and I liked how they tied up some loose ends from Zero. 
Like I said last week, I might rank this higher than zero, and I think I'm gonna. So, number one, Kiwami two. Number two, zero. Number three, Kiwami one. What's your ranking? See you in 12 minutes. 12 minutes, guys. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, I still, I still rank zero. Number one for me. Yeah, for me, it's, I mean, it's zero, and then it's Kiwami two, and then, there's a few spaces, and then it's Kiwami 1. Yeah. Kiwami 1 still had that really bad PS2 feel of... And it wasn't like the, the graphics or, or the actual gameplay. It had that, that really bad pacing that a PS2 game would have. Ton, yeah. Tons of filler, tons of why am I doing this? Go here, do this. Go here, do this, and then go all the way back to where you started. And it, it was just annoying. I fear we're probably gonna get some more of that in three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, again, I've said this before, but if I know that going in, I'm in a lot better shape handling it. Yeah. And if I, you know, if I find myself in that area, I'll just be like, right, that's that's what I'm doing tonight. So we'll, we'll see. Um. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, me too. But our next game, as uh, as Dustin mentioned, is going to be 12 minutes. Uh, we're going to be playing that next for next week, and we're just going to be talking about the whole game. Uh, it's going to be a one-off show. Uh, I say that because I've already beaten the game. I beat it in one sitting. And... I really want to hear Matt's thoughts on that ending. Yeah, I've started it. I'm looking forward to getting deeper. I really want to hear everybody's thoughts on that game. If you have played that game, please write into this. And I want to read the email. Because I have... So I've I've been discussing it with, with a couple of people already, the ending. And I, it, we did it in like a little group chat and I put, uh, I put one of my favorite like little jokes of the past probably week in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to use that joke for when we talk about the ending to this game. <laughs> and it has to do with me impersonating Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> So it's gonna, that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, we're doing 12 minutes. 12 minutes is if you are a Game Pass subscriber um, and you feel so inclined, uh, it is on Game Pass for free that you can play. Um, but it is on it, other It was my gateway well. game. There you go. It's your gateway game into the awesome world of Game Pass because Game Pass is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you would like to send an email on... Uh, 12 minutes please do it is drew at ctgd.com anybody out there who has played this game or had or is going to play it for listening to us talk about it please send us an email i really want to hear your thoughts on this one because i think it's going to be i think it's going to be polarizing to say the least <laughs> but uh yeah um you can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, 
But uh, I think that's going to be it for us. Um, one last thing I wanted to ask, Matt, um, because I, I've already, I, I've officially chosen my class I'm going to play for Diablo 2. What class are you going to play? Have you made up your mind yet? No, I, I, you know, we talked about it a little bit last week, but let me, let me, let me give that some thought for this next recording. Okay. As we, as we okay. make our way into it, I, I, I need to do a little bit more research. Gotcha. Okay. Including going back and revisiting and rethinking about what I played in Diablo three, because I'll probably want a different, different class than that. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to be it for us. I do appreciate everybody listening. Thank you so much. Uh, but until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. Guys, have a great week. And we will be back next week with the one-off show covering 12 Minutes. Like this, there is no color in my eyes. Get your star, watch it like a star.